0: wanted to have your own podcast, but you just didn't know where to start. I know that it used to be me until I uh, was told about Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is one of the best podcasting platforms out there because it's free. They help you with distribution, getting onto all the various podcasting platforms. They have tools for editing and for creating all the podcasts, uh, and they even have monetization tools. It's a really, really great app and website. I highly recommend it. If you want to get your own podcast going, go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I can't recommend them highly enough. So download that free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm so you can get started making your own podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Filter. On this show, we recognize that the world can be a confusing place to live in, and so what I seek to do is to equip you to live with biblical clarity in our confusing world, so that you can face the chaos of life with wisdom, integrity, and courage. Here on Filter, we regularly cover topics related to apologetics, philosophy, theology, history, and literature. However, there's one aspect of life that is particularly important to me that we've never covered, and that's fitness. That's why I'm excited to welcome today's guest, Jake Lockhart. We talked about how fitness can play an important role, not only in your physical health, but also in your spiritual health, as well as your character development as a Christian. Jake Lockhart is a former CrossFit athlete and the director of online programming for CrossFit Mayhem in Cookville, Tennessee. He is also a coach and physical therapist providing care for the athletes at CrossFit Mayhem. Jake is married and he has two sons. If you're interested in checking out the great workouts programmed by CrossFit Mayhem, then Jake and the crew are giving my listeners a free month of their programming. They have a programming track for everyone, whether you are a CrossFit athlete, bodybuilder, or you are just looking for a quick and effective workout that you can get done at home i've used uh crossfit mayhem programming for over a year myself and i can attest to uh, its effectiveness and how fun it is and i've also tried out many other different tracks including the at-home workouts the bodybuilding workouts crossfit workouts and so on and they are all excellent there really really is something in there for everyone so if you want to try them out and get a free month of programming just use code filter when signing up at mayhem athlete and you can get that first month of programming free. I'm excited to share with you guys that we are now accepting uh, voice messages to, so that you can send, filter your thoughts and reflections on the episodes that you've been listening to. So as you listen to my conversations with various guests here on the show, and if you have questions and thoughts pop into your mind, well, then you can now send those to us in voice messages through the link that is in the show notes. You can also send your questions and thoughts by commenting on social media, YouTube, and wherever else we publish this podcast. This is awesome because I want to hear from you guys and I want to be able to know what your thoughts and questions are based off of listening to the show, but also want to be able to interact with them. I'm going to be selecting uh, certain messages, uh, select voice messages and comments to include with and interact with or answer in future bonus episodes. So make sure that you send in your questions and reflections through the link in the description here on uh, YouTube or in the show notes uh, to leave a one minute message. Lastly, before we dive into the episode, let me encourage you to subscribe to our email list so that you can get the latest content sent directly into your inbox. Visit the link in the show notes and you can sign up on my website. Also, be sure that you're subscribed to Filter wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get all future episodes right on your homepage. Lastly, if you're helped by this content, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a rating and review or shared the show with your friends. Leave filter a five-star rating on Spotify and write a review on Apple Podcasts. It'll only take a minute of your time, and when you take these simple steps, it greatly helps us to get the message of biblical clarity out to more people. Well, without any further delay, let's jump into this conversation that I got to have with Jake Lockhart. Jake, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Aaron. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, man. Well, glad you made the time to join us. I'm sure that they've got you busy up there in, uh, in Cookville. But uh, I've been looking forward to getting to have this conversation, you know, being myself, a Mayhem athlete uh, who's here in Louisiana. Uh, you're one of my coaches following the uh, online programming and, uh, and, and getting to watch your, your coaching videos and so on. So uh, I've been looking forward to getting to chat and, and, and talk. Um, but since we're talking about fitness today, tell us about your background. Uh, you know, how you, where you grew up, how you got into fitness and, uh, where, and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, true sure thing. Uh, I grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <clears throat> I went to a school called uh, Boyd Buchanan, the smaller private, actually Christian school. And there I played, I mean, sports since I was like, could play any sports, but in high school I played uh, football, basketball, soccer, and always loved athletics Anything yeah. competitive. I was always into, um, pretty good football player decent okay basketball and then soccer i was a goalie, so I just jumped and caught the ball but uh we were pretty successful in high school and i thought about playing some college football but decided not to interesting enough because i didn't feel like i was equipped enough like in the weight room like with fitness and strength uh, that was one of the bigger reasons just because we didn't have that at our high school um we were all really athletic and I guess, strong within our sport, but like moving weights wise, we weren't um, just because we didn't have that background. But decided to come to Tennessee Tech, because at the church I grew up to, I grew up at um, the Red Bank Church of Christ in uh, Chattanooga. A lot of people from there, my youth group would come up to Tennessee Tech, had a really cool campus ministry. So I came up here to get involved in that um, in 2010. And then I majored in exercise science, pre-physical therapy. Um, but about year two, one of my buddies told me to come check out this CrossFit thing. And in 2000, I think it was 12. And they were actually working out at the Athletic Performance Center, Tennessee Tech. It was a really new facility at the time um, where all the tech athletes would work out. And at that time, it happened that uh, Rich Froning, uh was transitioning from his other location to potentially a new one in the next year. But in the interim, CrossFit Cookville and CrossFit Mayhem combined. So where I arrived was at uh, CrossFit Cookville, um, and at 6 o'clock every night, everyone would come, have a huge class while the athletes weren't working out at the APC. And so I was like, most CrossFitters that love CrossFit, I was immediately hooked, drinking the Kool-Aid, would go to that class every night. And um, from there, I just didn't look back at all. And we'd be doing the class, and I'd see, like, Rich at the time, if you anyone's heard of Elijah Muhammad, Easy, and a couple other good athletes in the corner doing their thing, working out for hours. I was like, I want to do that. Um, so over the next year, I worked out, I uh, CrossFit, and then Mayhem opened up its, I guess, technically second location, but it'd be the one most people think of. If you ever come to Cookville, Tennessee, it's about Ralph's Donuts. So you do run 400s and run by the donut smell. Um, but I started going there and then just become a gym, gym rat, working out as much as possible. Um, and through that, uh, I got really lucky and fortunate. Me and my buddy Ben, uh, Ben Rogers was name at the time. We became coaches there. Uh, Rich allowed us to come fitness with him uh, as we say and so that whole 2013 season is when we really really dug in and we trained a lot with them um, Became coaches and from there I really got plugged in. It's what people know is CrossFit Mayhem um, And what it slowly grew into was become today. So <clears throat> I did that and then Through those years I graduated college. Uh, I got my master's in extra science I was kind of trying to decide about going to physical therapy school, which I ended up doing um, I guess during that time as well, like you mentioned, Mayhem Athletes, our online fitness uh, platform where really in the world from a CrossFit Games athlete who's trying to win the games or make the games or just be competitive in their um, local gym, or even just do bodyweight workouts at home, uh, like moms or any professionals. That's what we started to grow in 2015-16. And I. It just started as us putting in Richard's workouts um, at that time, and it slowly evolved and like, hey, let's offer this program, let's do a 60-minute version and so on, and it's pretty robust now. But during that time, as we were going that, I moved to Nashville and went to a uh, physical therapy school. So I was working remote for three years, the whole time still training um, and doing mayhem athlete on the side while I was doing physical therapy school, which worked well uh, for that interim and also on top of that, um, in CrossFit at the time, they had the Open, which is like the big one anyone in the world can do. Uh, we just finished it for this year. And then after that, it was uh, what they called regionals. And I was fortunate enough to get to compete on a couple regionals teams. Um, I guess at CrossFit Mayhem originally in 2014, and then two at CrossFit Hendersonville. So I competed with that. Um, I was doing PT school and running Mayhem Athlete. And then the past couple of years, years, almost a year ago, I moved back to Cookville. Stopped doing physical therapy after I graduated, just did physical therapy a year, moved back in Cookville beginning of twenty twenty one to do a man athlete full time. Um, so I was a pretty condensed version of all, but used to compete. I just love working out. I love training. You'll find that with uh a lot of crossfitters in general, even some a lot of the competitive ones, they almost love training as much as competing. I would fall into that category. Um and now I just work out for fun. I'm not competitive at all anymore, other than in my own mind. Um but i'm director of man athlete so i write the workouts that a lot of people do to try to make the games or the next stage of competition um oversee all the other programs anything like i said from the 30 minute bodyweight workout we just actually monday released a program called everyday hero for like firefighters first responders and military to help them do their job uh gyms can follow our programming and anything in between so um, yeah there's quite a lot in there but that's where I'm at now. And I do some physical therapy on the side, especially with athletes here. You know, they're always broken, trying to put them back together. The main focus is definitely growing uh, Mayhem Athlete as this platform. Yeah,
0: very cool. So uh, what is what is the day-to-day like when you work at CrossFit Mayhem and Mayhem Athlete?
1: <clears throat> that's a great question. That's honestly one of the hardest questions for me to answer. Not so much day-to-day when someone's like, what is your job? And I'm like, that's a good question. I don't know what my job is. Uh, no, I do. So... Day-to-day, there's some consistency in that. Um, Usually, I mean, I get to work early in the morning. Depending on the day, I've tried to structure it more recently. Like some days i create, quote-unquote, some like programming workouts, um, doing big, higher-level things, vision, long-term view. That's a couple days a week. Um, One day a week is usually heavy on meetings. On Thursdays, so it's calls, like talking with partners, um, people that help us um, remotely with programming or just in the platform in general. And then I mean, even like this morning, I got here and some athletes are out there working out. And they wanted to not modify the workout, but uh, personalize it to them. Some of the games athletes, so I was helping them with that. Uh, this afternoon I happened to be treating a few athletes, which is not every day. But usually, it's there's a couple meetings out of the day, a lot of creation, and then a ton of review just of what we're putting out content-wise to make sure every person is getting the exact same thing that they need within whatever program they're in. Um, and then other than that, I mean, it's running an online business essentially. So another maybe third is just things that come along with running a business, managing people, accountability, um, refining and creating better systems. So that's a broad view of what we're doing. So depending on the day, it can def- definitely differ, but there's definitely writing workouts, uh, making sure things are presented as they should be meetings. And then a lot of, uh, accountability or just making sure where projects are going and, um, are at.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear more about Mayhem, but let's go back to your story first uh, and and dig into that just a little bit more. Um, So you mentioned how you started working out. Was it either it it was at a gym at Tennessee Tech or was it at a CrossFit gym? Uh, And that's how you came
1: across Rich. Yeah. Um, So like back in 2012, I was doing like P90X Insanity and then transitioned to it was called the Athletic Performance Center. I called it APC. And it could be—it was just a strength and conditioning center, but there was everything you need to do a CrossFit class, anything and everything. So that's technically where I started doing CrossFit. Um, yeah, and then after that, I moved to a quote-unquote typical CrossFit gym, and so okay. that's really where I started.
0: Yeah, and so so where you got the chance to cross paths? How did you how did you get connected? Then you know, you said that you guys were working on the gym; he was over there in the corner with Easy. Uh, how did, how did y'all finally get to the place where you crossed paths, you were able to make a connection, you know, I guess, develop some, some kind of, uh, you know, friendship or, uh, or a working relationship, start working out together and so on. What was that story? Yeah.
1: I mean, like a lot of things in life, it was the right place, right time. And, um, so that was 2012 and then 2013, a couple of those dudes, easy and Donovan, moved, it was his main training partners. Um, and a guy named Thomas Cox, who's a little bit older, but he's still a super fit guy, was training with Rich. And Rich would just see me and my friend Ben all the time in the gym working out, like doing whatever they do, maybe off to the side or ask Darren, which is Rich's cousin, who was the head coach, "Hey, give us a workout." So Rich, I assume, we just wanted some other training partners that would hang out, do the workouts he did, and he was being good to us as well. So one day we got a text. From him, like, hey, you want to come work out? And the time we we're like, heck yeah, you know, he's the fittest man on the planet. Like, it's cool, literally, the coolest place we go work out was his barn. So he texted us that one day we went and worked out. And then from then, he's like, you want to come back tomorrow? We said, absolutely. And then every day thereafter, we just basically would, whenever he texted us, we'd show up, work out, uh, and do whatever he did or said. And the way anyway, lasted for about maybe six months. And within that, we were able to get our level one at Mayhem. And Mayhem was grooming its coaches, like a handful of us, whom we got to be kind of the first set of coaches across at mayhem so we started intro classes for the new people then we kind of got our schedule set where every day i would coach like a four o'clock so maybe train the rich in the morning go to class then an the afternoon train and then do the four o'clock um and that kind of became the flow of each day yeah was
0: uh were you nervous going to work out with rich for the first time what what's it like whenever you go to work out with the fittest man on earth
1: that's a good question. I mean, Rich is literally just a normal dude. Like, he just loves being around other guys, like most do, um, hanging out. Also loves working out very, very much. So if you like hanging out, working out, you're going to get along. He's, like, a cool guy to be around. Um, there's no, like – he's definitely uh, going to be in charge, but he's uh, down to earth very much so. So that day, I won't say we were super pumped. I mean, maybe a little nervous, but we were just, like, jazzed. Like, it'd be kind of like – you play football and Tom Brady texts you, you're going to go and you're going to be pumped and you're going to have the best workout or go as hard as you can. So I would say it's just like that.
0: Yeah. And so throughout all this time in your life growing up and then getting into the fitness world, uh, what did your spiritual journey look like? You said that one of the reasons you chose Tennessee Tech was because of the campus ministry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what did your your spiritual life
0: look like, you know, growing up and, uh, and how it developed throughout this time?
1: Yeah. Uh, I grew up and went to church my whole life. Um, I was baptized and around sixth grade, I remember I went to like most people do a summer Bible camp, like probably a lot of people I had a lot of, for a long time been thinking about um baptism, becoming saved, and like put on the Lord. Unfortunately, I grew up with a big um, fear of hell personally, which shaped how like I thought about, I guess, that whole process of salvation. and. I wanted to do the right thing I wanted to be saved, but it was also like almost the idea of backing out of hell to get into heaven, um, which is somewhat of just my nature, just like who I am as a person, I guess, fear, anxiety, and then that just fear crippled me really for a long time, almost all internally, very seldom came out because I could just mask it well. But in sixth grade, I was baptized and then I was super involved in my youth group. My best friends to this day are from that youth group, which is really cool. And I'm very, very grateful for that. So I was never like a bad kid, quote unquote, like I never got into drugs. I never had any, just desire, which I'm um, thankful for. I would struggle with other things like sexual temptation. That would be my advice. But outside of that, like I was quote unquote, a good kid. Like people could do dumb stuff. I just wasn't going to do it just because I didn't care. I was just, it wasn't worth it. Um, So I was more or less stayed out of trouble. Um, But then in my sophomore year, I really became involved in that campus ministry and uh, ended a relationship ahead of the time and then it was it was almost like me letting go and um saying, All right, God, I'm really gonna trust you with my life where my future is my direction and also just every single day. And so from there is when I would say my spiritual journey really uh, took off with the Lord. I was fortunate enough to live with some really good guys, that actually came from my youth group, that went to that campus ministry at tech, and so I moved in with them and that year was a really unique year in my life uh that next summer it was my sophomore year i lived with them we all actually went to the dominican republic and served as interns with a missionary organization a couple of us oh cool and then that next year what kind of what kind started. of internship was that what were you doing it's called mana uh, they still exist it's in the dominican republic um wow i just blanked on the city near santiago i believe but we were in a village called bobita and it would be groups coming every week. You kind of do the same structure each week. Like there's DBS, You go serve some people. You do things in the community. Um, and we lead the groups throughout that the entire week. So that was for two and a half months. Um, so that's the organization. Now they do a lot of discipleship and they run a school as well. That's their main focus. And groups would help in the summer with the things that went on with that. Um, so that was man. And they're really connected to the church I was at. So I got to do that, which... Was incredibly formative for me spiritually it was like as i was starting crossfit physically that I was really formative and professionally and then that same year i got to serve there and just like little things like becoming better just talking to anyone and everyone could can start up a conversation because you're meeting 30 new people every week and you know, make sure they have a good time so i guess that like you know translates into you could call it customer service or just um emotional iq which uh paid dividends for years after and then just learning to trust God for summer was something it was what we wanted to do, but then it was there. Honestly, I was almost like, I kind of wish I was at home, but doing things you need to do, but don't necessarily want to do, which applies to all of life. So that was a huge year for me. Um, and then from that, like I started to read books. I don't know if it's been mentioned on podcasts, like radical by David Platt, or crazy love by Francis Chan, and I almost call them their own little subset within, uh, the American Christian life. And then people discover like, Oh, this is like what Jesus is really saying about these things. And so I was diving into those things in my life and like, Jesus said this, I meant this, what does this mean for my life? And am I going to do something about it? And so that's still how I try to live my life, especially with Jesus. Like, you know, take Jesus literally. And so in that time I was learning to do that. Um, and then actually that next year I met my wife at Tennessee Tech, which was cool. So a really good 12 to 18 months of a lot of things happening at the time. I didn't know they were, but, mm-hmm. um, it was a great time. In my life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so going back to fitness and talking about mayhem, what is it about what you guys do at, at CrossFit Mayhem and Mayhem Athlete that makes it unique versus other training programs out there? Like whenever you make the pitch for Mayhem Athlete in his training, what is it? What makes it unique?
1: That's a great question. It depends on who's asking. If you're – Wanting to truly be competitive, um, and I would define that, really is now, if you're in the top, we'll say 10%, all the way up to the top 0.1%. We we've literally have the best proven track record. Obviously, Rich is the most decorated CrossFit Games athlete of all time, winning four individual, and I think it's four team um, now. But even last year... I don't think anyone's keeping track. Maybe they will now, but we had right at 50 athletes at the CrossFit Games across all divisions, which I don't know what the record was, but I'm pretty sure we shattered it. And this year, I'm hoping we have 75 to 100, um, which is pretty unprecedented. So we're proving that we have the most people there. So like what we're doing works. Um, We're unique in our programming in some sense, like we do more quote unquote CrossFit than anyone. So you're going to do a lot of just what you're going to do throughout the years, what we think of CrossFit, some of the, Programs may do it a little bit different, um, but then in the day there's multiple programs that will get you fitter. We think we're the best, and then outside of that, um, if us say you just want to like be healthier and like I just want to do a workout every day, we try to create the best one like customer or uh, user experience from when they come on to when they do their workout every day, and then within our community online, like we try to make it. We call it the Mayhem Family, and as much as possible, we want you to feel like you belong in the Mayhem Family everyone wants you here and you want to be here and there's a lot that goes into that but that's what we really try to do because anywhere anyone goes they want to belong there If it's a great community and they really have the best hour or time of their day when they're there uh, that's where they're going to stay and want to be at and we try to do that as much as we can even though it's virtual
0: yeah yeah like you said the the uh training that you guys program with mayhem is like pure crossfit and whenever I started trying it out, I, I've been following Mayhem Programming for a little over a year now. Uh, but whenever I first signed up for the free trial, I was like, I'm going to check it out. You know, this is Rich Froning's thing and he's cool. And uh, so I tried it out and I taught some friends who had done it. And they said, oh, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, one of the first things I realized, is just like, man, it is fun. Like, I just had so much more fun with, uh, with, with, with the Mayhem Programming. Um, because like you pointed out, I mean, it is like, if you love CrossFit, it is pure, uh, pure CrossFit, tons of variation, uh, getting to work on and, uh, build on the, uh, the high skill gymnastics, the weightlifting. Uh, yeah, it is awesome. But I think uh, something else that makes mayhem unique is the values that you guys hold. Um, and not just internally, uh, but really put forward out there. You know, I think it's the, I think the three values you always uh you guys always put forward is, is fitness uh or it gonna be a different order but faith family fitness right or is there is there a fourth one service is service but um but talk to us about those values and how uh you know why do y'all put those out there forward so much and uh how much do they really shape mayhem beyond just you know being on a logo
1: yeah, that's what we really try to lead with. Like you said, they're technically richest for four of his core values faith, family, fitness service, and they bleed super well into Mayhem as a whole. So, Mayhem Athlete, I try to do a lot of what we uh, focus on with those four in mind. Obviously, Mayhem Athlete's going to be the core of fitness within Mayhem as a whole, and like, that's going to be the main thing we do. Uh, faith, uh, I mean, really basically, we have actually what we call tracks, like the different program options. One of them is Mayhem Faith. So each year we'll do a Bible reading program. It's, you can go to the track anytime or you can always ignore it. That's the way it's set up, which is uh, good. But we're reading through the Bible this year in Mayhem Faith, last year we read through the New Testament, um, a couple days a week we have a quote-unquote like Mayhem Faith cut workout or uh, just encouragement. It's a part of a verse with that day's reading and it's going to be on the main picture everyone sees when they open their app every day. And also in that day, I put in there. Like our email, if you have any questions about faith email us, which I get some super awesome stories uh, from people emailing in. Like it could be people at the bottom of like uh, rock bottom in their life. Like I need anything and feel like maybe if God's really wants me to reach out So we respond to that to even someone like I just started reading my Bible the first time or just, hey, thank you so much for what you're doing, uh, which is hmm. awesome. And that's awesome. That's the most important thing we could do is obviously reach the lost and then build up uh, yeah. Jesus' church within mayhem. So faith, that's how we lead with that. Uh, fitness, like I said, that's what we do every day. Family, that we try to incorporate that. And like everyone's part of the Mayhem family. Once you're in Mayhem athlete or however you're connected to us, um, we try to make everyone feel like they belong. And we also personally, like family's a huge value. Like my wife and two boys, we want everyone that works at Mayhem have families. Like you put family first and you really serve them well. And then we want everyone in the same token. Like I want you as Aaron, as a man, Matthew. Like we want to take care of our families before anything else, anyone else. Because if we do that and we show others to do that, then uh, the world becomes a better place. And then service. The main way would be Mayhem Mission, which is Mayhem's uh, 501C3 or nonprofit, and we use that to pour into other organizations that are doing uh, mission work and uh, different levels or uh, varieties, I guess you could say, of serving the world.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. What about behind the scenes? You know, like like take us take us behind what we what we get to see on the website or in SugarWad. Uh, behind the scenes and and how you guys operate uh, as a as a company, you know, and as a gym, but then as friends, like the things that we typically don't get to see. How are those values impacting all of that? How have you witnessed them, and or, or maybe not witness? How how have you live them out in yourself and how have you witnessed them and the other mayhem athletes that you're working with every day there in cookville
1: yeah sure um most not everyone for sure but most people here like faith is a core value like we would say like they're christians they love jesus and they're trying to live that out in their life and they really do represent that in the public eye um and try to do that well with through their fitness and using their platform for that there's almost a disproportionate amount of christians in crossfit i feel like compared to other sports which is really cool and it mayhem is true as well. Um, so they're generally like they're going to be good to people and go their way and serve people well um, because they won't be like Jesus. And that's in little ways and big. Um, our community is really strong and faith would connect everyone through that. Kind of like if you know someone else a Christian and you are, you're automatically probably gonna make, should be closer because of that. And it's true here, too. Uh, our work crew, who's maybe not, like, if you go on Mayhem YouTube, you're going to see all the athletes and see, you do see behind the scenes. It's pretty real. Um, but Behind the scenes, like, our work crew is very, very tight here. Uh, we're actually all, like, good friends, which is cool because I enjoy coming to work every day. I like working with the people I like to work with. Um, we do, quote, unquote, hard things together, not just working out, which helps because if you work out and suffer with other, other people, you become closer. That's why people love CrossFit gyms because you suffer together. Yeah. Um, same thing with team sports, but we're doing other hard things together. with producing really, really big projects. The media team is but not like great content all the time, so they're tight. And it's just fun to work together. Um, and then a number of us actually on the Mayhem Mission board together. So there's some events throughout the year and things like that, which naturally we're going to work together through that. Um, so that's honestly a lot of the ways um, that we live into those four together.
0: Yeah, very cool. Uh, have you guys ever received any negative feedback because of putting these values so forward
1: yeah I mean there's definitely some I would say it's disproportionately positive uh, but I mean there's comments every once in a while I haven't seen any of them actually just hey can you not put the main, the face stuff on the main like page like some people don't believe the same way you do or we get tired of seeing this uh maybe some of the cancel reasons for main athletes there's been some reasons before like faith too much whatever of that uh too much bible things for me so some pushback but as a whole no it's definitely we're super fortunate because most of history had been very negative and not been good for business but uh God just bless us a lot, and people yeah. gravitate towards that, right? Who are believers in the CrossFit community, which helps kind of snowball it all. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just know from a lot of other uh, business leaders, business owners who are Christians that that's always a tension that they have to walk with, wanting to uh, you know put forward whether it's a product or service that is for everybody, no matter who you are, uh, but then at the same time not have to hide who they are. And so, uh, so I was wondering. That's why it's the question. Um, you know, sp- uh, speaking of pushback, but in a different direction, there's a lot of CrossFit haters out there. Uh, it's super easy to go on YouTube and find people who are, you know, either taking clips from the games and bashing them, or talking about why it's so bad for you, and on and on and on. But whenever you meet one of these CrossFit haters, and they find out that you do CrossFit and that you work in the fitness industry and so on Uh, how do you make a
1: defense for crossfit as a style of fitness i like that question the i mean used to especially the beginning crossfit like i was telling everyone i was doing it i was so pumped about it and then i was like you're gonna hurt your back it's bad for you blah blah blah. and i try to defend it and have all my reasons and at this point i honestly i'm just like if I'm going to debate with you, it's probably just going to ground you more in what you think. So I just I don't really I want them to cross it and benefit from it. Be healthy, but I don't care enough to engage a ton and just argue about it, I guess you'd say. Uh, but to give reasons for it, I mean, cross it is the base. you are going to hear if you go look anywhere. It's high intensity. Functional movements are constantly varied. All that mean is it's what you're going to do in life is you're going to sit down. You're going to stand up. You're going to pick things off the ground, put things over your head. Like picking up your kids or moving the lawn, moving objects um, that might be heavy or light, just doing work, quote unquote. And so we're trying to help people do that better in life. Um, they can obviously see like the CrossFit Games and it's like, that's crazy. I never do that. But we bring it all the way down to there's literally a class at Mayhem called the Life Class that's for the geriatric and they're doing like PVC uh, push press or like scaled push-ups and maybe yeah. not even full range air squats. So we're getting better and better at changing it from uh used to be called Forging Elite Fitness to we try to say Forging Lifelong Fitness now. I like that tagline mm-hmm. a lot. And literally, I just recently, um, we're going to partner with a PT organization and give their clients like free Mayhem Athlete to start if they want to try to get fitter at home. And I went through this online I thought, my grandma's not going to do Mayhem Athlete and my mom probably is not. And like I'm really okay with that. I want people just to move um have a little bit of intensity maybe relative it's very relative and then because there's gonna be so many benefits to that whether it's crossfit or bodybuilding or whatever um so we're trying to meet people in the middle with that and we actually just created a walking program and it's as basic as it could get day one just walk five minutes because i know if i can give this to so many people and they start walking one it's gonna be better for them two eventually starting a number, number of those people might do the bodyweight workout so my argument for crossfit is just really move just move every day Even if it's 20 minutes of walking, start with that because something is so, so much better than nothing at all. I do think CrossFit's the best, best quote unquote methodology or way to get fitter, live a long time and be functional because we talk about a lot. If you want to be 90 and like sat up in the bed and um, if people are having to feed you and change you and life, quality of life is terrible. Or do you want to be 80, 85 and you're still going to play with your great grandkids because you've stayed in shape so long in your life? And that's what CrossFit's really used for
0: yeah the key in there is the functional fitness part that's one of the immediate benefits that i saw whenever i started doing crossfit was just like oh certain things in life became so much easier or or so much more doable Uh, i was just feeling better feeling stronger overall versus for what i was doing before which was just your classic style weightlifting you know bicep curls lat pull downs and then trying to do a little bit of cardio on the side Uh, that functional part was so much better and then the community aspect that's really the big thing. So I had some best friends who they're going to listen to this podcast and be laughing, laughing because, because of this, but you know, several years ago, I was one of those CrossFit haters and, but all my best friends were CrossFitters and they were, uh, dogging me for, I don't know how long, cause I can be hard-headed <laughs> to give it a try. What, what finally got me to do it though. Uh, I mean, they helped. So shout out to you guys, you know who you are. Um, but what it really was is, I got tired of trying to find somebody to go work out with me. And I knew because of the class structure at a CrossFit gym, if I go, there's gonna be somebody there to work out with. And like you talked about earlier in your story, day one, I was hooked, uh, because of the community aspect. And there's people in there. And, and I always tell people outside of church. And well, maybe, and then maybe even compared to some churches, uh, it is the most positive environment you can be in, in any given week. Uh, just everyone is there to not just get themselves better, but help you get to get better. Everyone is encouraging each other. Even the competition, like you were talking about earlier, like it, it's competition between one another, but but you're, you're you're still kind of rooting for each other, you yeah. know. Uh, and so, yeah, the the functionality, the community of it. We also started at our gym a, a geriatric program that's been going for a little over a year now, and it is just incredible the growth that has happened in these, uh, individuals lives. It's, it's amazing. And, uh, like you said, I think that's probably maybe the best evidence for the methodology out there, uh, beyond anything else.
1: No doubt at all. CrossFit's cross is doing a better job now because sometimes it gets a bad rap because people think about this, everyone with their shirts off, throwing around a ton of weight, like about to injure themselves. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But if you can find a good gym, like, unfortunately, there's still a bad gyms, just like there's bad doctors, there's bad restaurants, anything in industry, if you let everyone go do it, there's going to be bad ones. But most gyms are good gyms. If you find a good one with a good coach who runs a good class. It's going to be one of the best hours of your day. And everyone else can be just like that. You don't have to compete with anyone, but eventually you're going to get in there. You're going to learn some of the movements. They'll, like, coach you well. They won't load you a bunch of weight, keep you light. But you're going to mm-hmm. want to beat that person next to you because you're naturally going to want to win. And they're going to beat you after the workout. It's the only sport where everyone's cheering the most for the last person that finishes. And then, yeah, you're right. And you, yeah. And you get yeah. so much better so fast, so fast at the beginning of CrossFit because your body's never had this kind of stimulus. You're adapting and, you know, your extra weight's falling off, your muscles are growing, you look better in the mirror, and you feel better. And so all those things kind of compound along with, oh, I get to go hang out with my friends for an hour every day. And that's why people fall in love so fast with it that do do it. Yeah. Yeah. Something is uh, something
0: else you said earlier that I think fits in really well here is you just mentioned this phrase, not doing what you want, but what you need. And, uh, and I think that's another benefit too, by going into a gym where there's a workout program for you. That was, that was another thing that pulled me in too, because I was tired of showing up to my gym every day and spending 20 minutes, just figuring out what am I going to do today? But instead showing up somewhere where boom, it's written for you. And there's a coach who's going to tell you how to do it, watch you so on. Um, And what, but what happens is that, uh, any given week, you're not going to go the whole week saying like, Oh man, I love this one. This, this (laughs) one is like, this is my bread and butter. This is the one that I would have written for myself. Like you get workouts like that, like maybe once every other week, but typically you're going to be pushed to do things that you, if you would have just gone in that day doing what you wanted, it was not going to be that movement or that stimulus, that intensity or that duration, whatever else. Uh, but, but you need that variety and you need to be pushing those different ways. And so one thing that I find, and and I know I've talked to others like this and I'm sure you can elaborate is how going through this experience, um, repeatedly. And then over time causes people to be more and more willing to take on challenges in the rest of their life outside of just a challenging workout because they've been, like you said before, doing not. What they want but what they need every day
1: 1000 percent, yes uh there's probably a lot of ways to say it uh dave ramsey says live like one, no one else so later on you can live like no one else um yeah the that's the person, yeah for sure the difference between the person you are and the person you want to be is the discomfort you're willing to endure so with crossfit i mean most days as things are like it's kind of funny like you love to hate the workouts it's yeah. so challenging and you know, you're going to hurt like the suffering is coming almost every day. Yeah. So, you know, like that pain is coming. Yeah, you you get, guys you sell learn. a shirt that says that sucked. Yeah. Well, that sucked. That's, That's referring to shirts. your
0: own programming. <laughs> That's referring to your like, own workout. Yeah.
1: They're <laughs> like, I they can't wait to experience all Well, that sucked. Yeah. Um, but as you learn to quote unquote flex that, uh, willpower muscle in your life through CrossFit, it just bleeds into other places of your life. So you learn to be disciplined. Um, And stuff in the crossfit class so then i mean even in your finances you're gonna become more disciplined there and learn to take uh make the harder decisions because you almost start to crave that challenge and you love the challenge there physically financially love the challenge and if you're a faith person you're like well i should probably diss myself and flex my spiritual muscles and so every day maybe you start reading your bible and lots of other things uh really build on this but your mental toughness grows so much with crossfit so that's naturally other places you're gonna be mentally tougher just like you can back squat more through doing CrossFit, you're more easily going to pick up your kids. So it definitely transfers to a ton of life beyond just the physical aspects.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, whenever you, in your own life, whenever you're juggling all these different roles, uh, first and foremost, being a Christian, a disciple of Christ, and then being a father, husband, uh, but then being a professional in your career, being, a, being an athlete, uh, all these different things how does uh how does God fit into all of that, and how do you integrate your spiritual life and your faith in and through all of that you know do you do you see your your faith as playing a role in everything else that you do, or is it something that's more boxed off?
1: Yeah, better play a role in everything we do if we call ourselves a christian yeah um, that was that was an easy one <laughs> That was <absolutely>, a softball. <laughs> to answer uh, to be more specific. Yeah. So I'm a big believer and I don't practice it well at all, but like time blocking and then what you say or your values show up in your week. So if I say working out's a value, it better show up every single day. And if I say spending time with the Lord's a value, it better show up every single day. Just like if I only had a conversation with my wife once a week, I'm not going to be married very long. So I better do the same with my spiritual walk and my family life. Um, we can only be good at so many things, right? Uh, it may have been talked about, I don't know, but, uh, Really, if you want to be world class at something, you can only do one thing. Like, if you want to be the greatest crossfitter in the world, you're basically only doing CrossFit. Like, that's your one focus. Like, Tom Brady's not doing a lot other than football. He is more now, but like, for a long time, that's all he did because he wanted to be the greatest. If you want to be really good at things, you can maybe do three or four. And then if you start to add more than that, you're just going to be average. So, I'm trying to, in my life, get better. Like, there's only a handful of things I'm doing, which consists of, like you said, being Christian being a father, being a husband, running Mayhem Athlete, that's kind of my four. And then after that is still being a physical therapist. I'm definitely not getting better at that anymore because those other four are such high priority. And I don't want to let uh Mayhem Athlete my focus. So I don't to let that go. And I'm never going to let those first three go. Um, yeah. So, I mean, every day, it's, it's literally not every day, but almost every day I'm reading my Bible. Actually, I have to read my Bible every day. I read through the Bible every year. I heard a quote. Some people may not feel great about it, but uh, I think it was Mark Patterson said, any Christian worth their weight will read the Bible every year. So I was like, I should do that. So I read through the Bible every year. Try to have some quiet time in prayer. I do what they call the uh, acts method: so adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So I tell God how great He is. I learn to praise Him, and then my um, as my as I write that down, if I don't feel it, a lot of times my heart will catch up in my head, and then I confess anything I need to confess to Him. Write down three to five things I'm thankful for. Then I pray for like my wife, my two boys, and whatever else I need to pray about. Um, so that's very tangibly what i do every day um and spiritually also uh lead one of two uh, we, we call d group discipleship groups um lead one to them yeah. just to sampling men um that are i think everyone's a christian and knows um we're trying to bring them up to be one better followers of jesus to better husbands better fathers or just if they're in school better at that um and really want to mentor them because i've had some great mentors in my life just like Paul, the mentor Timothy. Timothy was supposed to go and mentor other people. Um, the same is true of all of us. Jesus said, the right the last words, great commission, go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, so I, I really want to live that out every single week in my life. And that's one of the tangible ways I do that. Then beyond that, I mean, it's less tangible, but trying to be a good dad, present with my boys, when I see them every night um, on the weekends, same thing with my wife. And you know, a lot of days I just suck at it, to be real. But, getting better. I'm all about getting the 1% better We're gonna get 1% better at those things every day. Um, so that'd be the biggest ways of living my life. Then we go to church every Sunday, um, at a physical location. So those are the main ways we try to live into that. Yeah. Yeah. What are some other ways that you see,
0: um, fitness and just hard work in life teach us something about spiritual growth and about growth in our character? We already talked a little bit about, Um, how, you know, hard work in a gym or in your job can translate into, you know, more discipline and focus in your spiritual and character growth. But what are some other benefits that you see to, you know, living this, you know, more, uh, disciplined and high strenuous lifestyle and how that can uh, affect our spiritual and character growth?
1: Yeah, I guess it touched on some kind of these in those other areas. Um, you have those rocks in your day, like working out if you hold that one rock, it's either make another rock in your day too, like spending time with the Lord. And so that, and just like the discipline will bleed over. Um, maybe not exactly answer your question, but I think too people are more willing to listen to you, if you are someone who seems like you're disciplined, maybe you lead better because of that. And just if you're physically fit, and like you are more not necessarily attractive, but just you can almost hold people's attention better because they see you have confidence in yourself because you're working out. Um, and you start to believe in yourself more. And so people can tell that when you're having conversations with others, just interacting in general. Um, and then people usually respect athletes. Um, so those are some ways, I guess, that working out can also uh, help you in your spiritual walk as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the elements of persuasion is, uh, is your ethos, right? Just you, the, who you are and uh the perception that you give off and so absolutely i think like you said before be, the world and people being able to see you as someone who's um i mean they can't see your discipline unless they see you going about your life but if they see someone who at least shows that they are probably disciplined because they're well ordered in, in, the, in themselves and in their body then that adds to your ethos like you're saying before and i think um i, I find that people not, not everyone. Of course there's, there's outliers, but I I think that a lot of people also find humility, uh, through fitness because (laughs) I like to say how I come into the gym almost every day with all these really big ideas about myself Mm -hmm. and what I can do and how I'm going to do in this workout that I've got coming up for that day. And then reality hits me like a brick wall. It's like every single day I'm humbled. And, uh, but it, but then that translates over into the rest of life. And like essentially, what I needed in that, in that moment physically was, was a reality check. I needed to be in touch with reality and have and then by being in touch re- with reality, uh, really growing and better self-awareness. And I feel like prayer and time in the word is the same thing, but just not about my physical character, but but my internal character, my, my soul and who I am and what, what's most important. I can start to get all these different inflated ideas about myself, but then whenever I get that reality check, you know, like a well-programmed workout, uh, uh, that reality check of spending time with the spirit and word and prayer, then he humbles me or encourages me. Um, and so it's, it, just like you said before, it's that same, uh, ongoing daily, uh, daily thing that I need in my life, uh, just as much as gym time and whatever else.
1: I like that a lot. That's so true. Just like I mean, there's always someone that are even the best in the world. They don't win, even when you close to every workout. So anytime you go to the gym, you're humbled a lot. And then uh, just like the workout kind of divides you and through breaking down your muscles makes you better. Like right, the word says, uh, the word of God is living active like a double-edged sword. It divides joint and marrow, uh, flesh and spirit. And that's going to make you better spiritually through that. And that's what the word does every day. And like God gives us a reality check all the time of, you're not as good as you think you are, you're like broken down, sinful, and you desperately need me, and as we come to realize that more and more, um, we become more the sons and daughters they made us to be, just like through working out, you're saying, we realize the things we're not good at, and we, we learn to work on those, and use people around us to help us get better at them. Um, to go on another idea, as a believers, we have to ask ourselves, like, where can we best interact with those who aren't believers, especially in our day and age of COVID, um technology and used to you could go maybe walk around the neighborhood walking your dog and you're naturally just gonna walk with other people and people can be out and about or whatever it is out in society and that's not true anymore it's just uh what with, with the society you're in but people tend to have third places now it's an idea i've heard of um, i don't mm. know if you've talked about it before but to the best third places quote unquote first place is home second place is work then it's like, where do you go for your third place? And now they're usually coffee shops and gyms are one of the biggest ones. So if yeah. you want to go somewhere to interact with someone that's not at your house or your work, the gym's a great place. And if you want to go find a place to be an influence on unbelievers, I think the gym is arguably the best place uh, in our culture to do that. So yeah, that's a big deal. And somewhere you can go and they're going to be there every day and they're going to look forward to being there, which is a big, um, big deal as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's something I've seen in my own life and can attest to the truth of that as well. We're getting close to the end of our time. And so as we wrap up here, is there what what do you want to leave our listeners with? Whether it's people in the Mayhem family or who are listening or who are outside the Mayhem family, uh, what do you want to leave the audience with before we close
1: today? Um, In the show notes, less serious, we'll give everyone who listens a free month of Mayhem athlete. Um, awesome. We will give them um, use code. We use filter. Okay. We use code filter. You get a free month of Man Athlete. Uh, more serious, just encouragement. Keep doing the right thing. The right thing will always cost you a lot, and it's going to keep costing us more and more the older we get, and as our culture changes, and being a Christian in our lifetime will likely um, be much more painful than it was in our parents' lifetime, and that's a good thing. Like James says, "Blessed is the man who remains steadfast in our trial." Because that means we'll be happier when hard things happen. Jesus says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Um, so keep that at the forefront of your mind because I forget that all the time. And I want to remember, like, I'm supposed to suffer well in this life. And that's how I honor Jesus, just like he did. Like, life shouldn't be easy and it's not going to be. And that's a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a good thing for our kids' lives, too. So let's train them well in that. And two, remember that the goal of our life, we're going to die and open our eyes and we're going to see Jesus. And that's going to be the greatest moment of our existence. So everything leading up to that should be preparing us for that moment. And that's a beautiful thing. And if we're treating each day like we are one day closer to heaven, to that moment when we get to see who God is truly, then that makes our existence here so much more meaningful and in our walks as Christians. It's so encouraging. It's not there we're through this to have a decent retirement hopefully people around us come to know the lord it's like no i want to know jesus better every day so he looks familiar to me then and when people see me doing that and i live that way to them they're going to want that same thing so that's my encouragement yeah. is live each day like we're one day close to heaven and seeing who jesus really is and that will change your walk your life everything so much more and the rest of the things will take care of themselves if that's how you're living
0: yeah that's excellent i love that last word It reminds me of, I don't know if you're familiar with Dallas Willard, but he said, I thought one of the most, he said a lot of incredible things, but I thought one of the most beautiful things he ever said was that the goal of the Christian life is that one day whenever you pass over from this life and to the next, uh, you've been making such an effort at aligning your life with what the kingdom is supposed to look like and looking more and more like Jesus that the transition is almost seamless. He said that he thought that like, you know, it, it might be possible, like not likely because of, of ongoing sin, but it could be possible that someone would wake up, you know, from death and in the, the fullness of the kingdom um, almost like it was a blink. Because their life had been growing and uh looking like Christ and uh and, and spreading the kingdom in the world today. And so, you know, I just I thought of that as you were talking about Talking about that, but that's a great last word, Jake. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate your time here on Filter today. Uh, I'm going to include a link to uh, to Mayhem and and all that in the show notes. And uh, just like Jake mentioned, so Filter, all right? Code Filter. All right, Code Filter, and you guys can get a free month of Mayhem Athlete. I highly, highly recommend it uh, as a as a Crossfitter and as a Mayhem Athlete myself. I think you guys will absolutely love it. Uh, even if you have a fully equipped gym you can do the workouts at or just at home Uh, if you're a mom or if you're a first responder or anyone else they've got programs for everybody even bodybuilding programs so uh, you guys anytime fitness might like that as well but uh, they got something for everybody I highly recommend it so I'll include that in the show notes Jake thanks so much for your time today I really uh, enjoyed this and uh, thanks for coming on filter
1: absolutely thank you Aaron this is good
0: Thanks for listening. I hope this episode provided you with biblical clarity to live with confidence in our confused world. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or review. To catch up with me, you can go to my website, AaronChamp.com. While you're there, subscribe to my newsletter so that you can be updated anytime I share new content. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Aaron M. Shamp. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Until then, hold fast to the end.